Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hi, everyone. Thanks for dropping by. My name is Kristen Ashley, and this is The Division, Fightful's podcast dedicated to women's wrestling. Bi-weekly, I'll be joined by a rotating pool of panelists to discuss women's wrestling news, <clears throat> matches, debate topics, and whatever happens to tickle my fancy for that particular episode. Um, today, uh, for the second episode, I'm joined by two panelists once again. Uh, first, so you know him from his recaps and predictions on uh, Fightful and Fightful Select everyone's podcast everywhere and uh, he has his own youtube channel named after himself mr warren hayes say hello warren hello warren <laughs> awesome my second panelist who is much cooler is laura morrow <laughs> she's a writer over at daily ddt uh, she also helps us at diva dirt with live coverage of british women's wrestling all the way from the streets of south london how are you laura I'm I'm very good, thank you very much. Uh, similar to last episode, we're going to discuss a few uh, news stories that have stood out uh, and or made our blood boil. And then we'll preview some stuff for uh, the pay-per-views this weekend and maybe talk about some televised matches if we have time. Uh, so we'll just go ahead and dig in. Um, our, our first news story uh, is about WWE contracts. So the most recent issue... Uh, is Ronda Rousey. So Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer, he reports that uh, Ronda Rousey is leaving in April, that her contract's up and she's leaving. Uh, Ryan Satin says back in November, uh, WWE, uh, somebody that he knows in WWE has said, nope, that's not true. It's 2021. Uh, And then... So, th- so then we have all these rumors going about uh, basically whether she's going to leave to start a family. She gets on ESPNW and basically says, leave my vagina alone. Uh, not a direct quote, but the, the essence of that article was my, my personal matters are none of your business. Um, the issue here is, you know, when she leaves, what's going to happen to the women's division? And personally, 
I can comment on it. I don't care if she leaves. <laughs> what do you think, Laura? Um, yeah, I, I, I have to concur with you. I'm, to be quite honest, I'm very happy to leave Ronda Rousey's vagina alone. I, I have <laughs> no, no, no interest in discussing it or going near it or otherwise um, interacting with Ronda Rousey's vagina in any way. Um, so just to put that out there. I, uh, she's not really been there long enough. I know, I know she's kind of come in and she's been like a little bit of a whirlwind and, and but I don't think she's been there long enough to make such a significant impact that we're going to miss her hugely when she's gone. You know, I think it's, it's, is it going to be a bit like Brock Lesnar all over again where she just kind of dips in there mm-hmm. and, um, and she's not a, a significant part of the fabric of, of the women's division, really. She's, she's, she's not been there long enough. So no, I'm not overly upset about the idea of her, of her going, to be honest. Right, and then it's weird that we say that because she's the champ. She's got a title. <laughs> um, like, oh, it's fine if she leaves. Nobody cares. But she's got the title. So then, okay, so then let's say she does leave to start a family, which, you know, in that same article, she goes on to kind of say she wouldn't even know really how to do it if she did leave because there's a lot of playing parts. Um, but the question then is, if she does leave who would take over the division and who do you think Warren would then replace her? Uh, There's copious amounts of uber talented women who have been doing this for years, who are in a fantastic position to take over as the tag champ. I mean, you know, without even stating the obvious Becky Lynch, I mean, there's Sasha, there's Charlotte, there's Ember Moon and Ruby riot. There's so many people just waiting for, for their shot <clears throat> I mean it's not even a it's not even a question you know and um they they've when I say they I mean WWE have been doing such a great job on Smackdown anyway building the women and building strong women superstars the minute that Ronda leaves it won't even be an issue and to be to be completely honest about it um you know I I think that you know I'm a I'm one of the Ronda Rousey proponents online. Like I think she had a fantastic year. Like she is unquestionably the rookie of 2000 rookie of the year of 2018. Don't think anyone has picked up wrestling so quickly as she has. Um, you know, of course she has uh she has faults, but I mean it's to be expected when you start when you start wrestling in March and your first match is in April. On WrestleMania, uh, of course, you know you're not going to be a polished seasoned veteran, um, and I think she has created a, 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 an amount of attention to the women's division in the mainstream media, which of course WWE wanted and adores. But I mean, that's you know she's she's not she's not greater than the sum of the parts of the division of the of the women's division on both Raw and SmackDown. She'll. The division will be absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, th- I mean it'll be fine. I, I think you know. And you're you're right. And the fair assessment is that she is technically a newcomer, and for a newcomer, her physical abilities and ring have improved. I think where people are like nobody cares if she leaves is everything else. All the nonsense she said outside of WWE. Her mic skills. Oh, let's talk about the nonsense. Yeah. Let's talk about the nonsense because the the, the vagina thing here, sort of, it, it, (laughs) the vagina thing. Good job, Warren. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. um, 
<laughs> be my new band's name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the her comment about leaving, you know, leaving her her uterus or vagina alone. I'm like, it sort of rung a bell. It seems to me like Ronda before getting into WWE had a propensity of saying nonsense in public forums. You know, I'm not going to get into it, but there's one thing that is particularly uh, of note here. Um, back in 2016, she had she uh, she was in an article in Maxim magazine um, where uh, where she uh, she she was a. She, basically, she was she, the interview was about her being a, good at giving sex advice. All right, um, and she she essentially in one response she gave she essentially said that couples should never need lube if they're doing their job right. Okay, <laughs> suggesting basically that you know if you're using it, it's because you're moving too fast. Right. So there was a bit of an uproar. <laughs> Some people took took exception. Yeah, could you believe that? <laughs> And and she 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 of course had to clarify what she meant, you know. So she she you know she put out a statement, and I quote: "Here is the statement in in response to her people should not need lube quote." Here we go. She says, "Quote: I thought I was doing all the girls a favor, you know, making sure the their guys put in some effort, but it sounded like some gritty kitty bitches are really fucking mad at me." <laughs> Wait, we're not done. I'm like. If we're not done. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's not my fault you're working with a sandbox. Oh my god! So as far as as far as um, as gating, you know, people's opinions about her vagina go, which is legitimate, you know, um, yeah. maybe you should just be a little more self-aware before opening your mouth. Rhonda. People in glass houses should. No, I think we lost you a bit there, Laura. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, and I had a really good line as well. I just thought it up. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll, Rhonda, I'll leave your vagina alone if you promise to not give my nicknames. Like, just <laughs> don't, you don't need to talk about my vagina either. <laughs> like, you know, or making assumptions about the men near my vagina. Like, just let's just not talk about women's vaginas. As it relates to women's wrestling, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a doubling down as well. It's like if people are saying to you, hey, maybe that's kind of not okay thing to say. Instead of saying, yeah, maybe maybe it was kind of a, a bit of a, a, like a, a broad time people were broad brush. Because no, no, I, I you know, I, I'm totally right in saying it. it's you're the problem with your gritty vaginas. You know, just, why? <laughs> just stop, Rhonda, just stop. Yeah. And that's, I mean we'll just wrap this up because I'm getting grossed out thinking about Rhonda's vagina so <laughs> the point is and this goes to like everything that's happened recently in the news you know we don't care about your genitals that's at least I don't and the people that actually care about wrestling don't care about your genitals so that's really not the point to begin with I understand what she was saying um, I think people were more concerned of the outcome of the division when she left rather than whether or not she was going to have a baby. Yeah. But that being said, I mean, we, we should just leave her private matters alone and just whatever happens is they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of talent. We're going to be okay. Uh, part of this, this contracts news story here too is uh, back. I don't know. It was, it was a few weeks ago. Uh, WWE 
released a uh, list this it's like a video on their youtube channel um and it, it basically was describing superstars that they would like to see return in 2018 and i believe it was the only female <laughs> and, and it was eva marie uh now in the video in the video they say uh you know she didn't really get a chance to start uh, actually fighting uh, her first three fights she had first one she had an injury during her entrance uh the second one she had a quote a wardrobe malfunction unquote and then the third one she couldn't make it because of traffic uh, <laughs> we've all been there yeah <laughs> I, can, I can relate but i'm also not on contract for millions of dollars yeah. so uh warren why don't you tell us how fucking stupid <laughs> go ahead tell us how you feel christian <laughs> okay, okay boss i'll follow the editorial line here um yeah. uh, <laughs> um no, but uh, no but uh, you know we know uh, we we both know we have the same opinion on this um you know and i'm assuming laura does as well uh the um Look, even Marie is she's terrible. She's just terrible. And and the fact that she um and this is you know, it's not she's had her opportunity to fight outside of, you know, the injury, which, you know, is there's still some question over whether it was a work or not. Um, but you know, she she has been uh she has been in on NXT. And, you know, she even had a match against Carmella in Nashville where she injured Carmella. She botched a move and Carmella was injured. They threw up the X in the ring. Uh, she by hitting a knee, by hitting a goddamn knee, you know. Um, so, you know, as, as far as Eva Marie goes, like no one really needs her. No one needs her to come back. It's fine. I think WWE, you know, about a week before they put out the list. It, um, it was announced that Eva Marie was going to be on the new Celebrity Big Brother show. Mm-hmm. I, I, and you know how WWE loves that mainstream thing, you know? Yeah. That I'm convinced that someone just put one and one together and was like, oh, let's just toss her up there. But I think yeah. the most egregious thing, and maybe, you know, maybe I'll let Laura go into this because, you know, uh, uh, I think the most egregious thing is is that she was the only female on that list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Laura, no, I, you, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Sorry. <laughs> this, this is me just diving in. Like. <laughs> no. It's good. <laughs> no. I I agree with Warren. It's 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 of all the women that have left WWE um, and are could be considered eligible to return. Even me, Marie is a really weird choice. Um, as Warren said, she's she never really uh, made a good account for herself. She had a title shot and an NXT title shot at one point against Bailey. Um, That's which, true. She didn't. Not very good. Um, uh, you've got Victoria, who I think is still uh, who's still wrestling. Uh, Caitlin has looked really good in the main. Yes. If you're looking for women to return, why not have competent women who have proven wrestling ability? And I think you're right. I think they've seen the reality TV link and have gone ka-ching. And that's literally the only reason that they want Eva Marie back. Yeah. I mean, it's all about cross-promoting. I mean, that's it's so obvious. Like, I'm not going to... Don't get me started on the SmackDown stuff with Temptation Island because we will be here forever. But <laughs> I think it, I think it is cross promoting, and it, you know, like as far as Victoria, uh, so Diva Dirt does some stuff with Ring the Bell. They're a uh, women's wrestling YouTube channel. Uh, they're 
they're excellent. And they recently did an interview with uh, Lisa Marie, who is Victoria. And, you know, they asked her, like, do you plan on coming back? Because she is still doing stuff out there. Yeah. She's still in the indie circuit. And uh, her her kind of semi-bitter response was, you know, that's not, I don't have a say in that. They have to call you. They have yeah. to want you back. So, you know, they're not even really throwing it out there at all. And when you have a list like this and you can't even, like, I, I feel like if they put somebody more worth their while, like, somebody actually <laughs> that is good, that it would it would cause this sort of buzz and this social media storm that they're probably in love with, you know? Like, why would you go with somebody on this list that is just going to make you look like shit? Like, it, they have a way of shooting themselves in their in their own foot, and it's insane. And and then, and then it begs the question: Okay, so who do we really want back? So we we covered that. And then, do we need any more talent on this roster? Like, do either one of you think that we actually need <laughs> any more talent? <laughs> like, I mean, the problem is there, and it's the same thing with the men's roster. There, there's so many really, really talented women that they're already underutilizing. Yeah. So, right. you know, bringing back people like Eva Marie, who really has no place on a roster that has wrestlers of the caliber of Asuka, Ember Moon, Ruby Riot, um, Naomi, who I think is one of the most underlooked people, women on the roster. Um why why bring more people up when you're not really using you got you know right right warren what do you think do we need any more talent oh god no (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think so and we i mean we'll get into that further down the line with our third news story and we can talk about that because that's gonna probably take some time uh so we'll go on to the the next news story then i think we've killed the (laughs) the first one i think we've talked that enough uh, so, Women of Wrestling WoW, it premiered uh, two weeks ago on Access TV. Uh, the second episode was last night. Um, so, you know, the first episode was really good. And it got, a, I, I mean, WoW has done the right thing with press. They're really connecting with the press. I personally have emailed Access TV PR uh, a ton. They're, they're doing the right thing. Um, they're, they're really showcasing their talents. And, and the first episode did so well. It was awesome. It gave you a little preview of everything. The production value was really good. Um, you know, there were a few annoyances, but that's just with every program. Um, but the point was that it was really exciting. It's so exciting to have women's wrestling and just, it, there was no men in the division, just women's wrestling on TV and on a national level. Um, and then... <laughs> Last night, <laughs> you know, we're all excited. And I, I think of Joe Soriano, who is our boss over at Daily DDT, and he, you know, is so excited and he's telling everybody how great they're doing and they're doing the right stuff. And then last night happens. Yeah. And so the second episode, uh, there's this sort of kind of sable called Southern Pride. And uh, one of the members is, is Jesse Jones. And... <laughs> She is, I believe she's from Kentucky, they said. So they bring up whiskey a lot. And, you know. <laughs> Why not? Why not, right? Because that's what they're famous for. That's that and we think of. Another stuff, right. So <laughs> um, I'll preempt this by saying I am from Georgia and I am a Southern girl. So the idea of Southern pride didn't offend me 
until it became kind of sort of racist. So she comes out, she cuts a promo and it's weird, right? Like she's shoveling gravel somewhere and <laughs> there's like jean <laughs> cutoffs, of course, right? They have the Daisy Dukes on and then she's got like a flannel and she's just really outspoken and I'm Southern and and there's like a little a part with her and Selena Majors, who is uh, amazing, by the way. She's great and she is a trainer and they're training somebody to be a part of this Southern Pride stable to to bring back Southern Pride to wow. And uh, Jesse gets a little crazy and like dislocates this girl's arm or shoulder or something. So and then that's that's like solidifying her as like, I don't give a fuck. And so then she comes out to the ring <laughs> And uh, starts talking about making wrestling great again. Oh, no. Yeah. And then she says, oh. speaking of which, let's talk about the wall. Oh. <laughs> Duh, yeah. And makes a comment because the crowd is like, what? No. And they're booing her. Um, there's some plants that are pretty funny in this, this <laughs> promo. Yes. <laughs> they are just great. Uh, <laughs> she goes on about you know, oh, well, you're, you live probably all in, in gated communities. So, you know, you, you're just being hypocrites about a wall because you live in gated communities because that's not what. And then, and then the, the opponent was Azteca, who is Mexican. Oh, no. Uh, to make it even better, uh, Jesse Jones wins and she wins clean. By submission. By submission. So, um, <laughs> you know, I got a, a screener of this before it actually aired. And BJ Mendelson, who has been on Warren's show before, uh, with, actually with Laura, um, he, he had seen the screener as well. And he had, like, emailed me prior to all this and said, um, can I write an op-ed on Southern Pride? And at the time, I hadn't seen it. So I was like, let's just wait to see the reaction. Like, let's just wait. <laughs> And then the second she opened her mouth, I was like, you have the go ahead to make that a thing. Like, please write that op-ed piece and don't be kind about it because my God. And this is where I, as somebody who is from the South, am like totally offended because mm. it makes us all look like goddamn racists. And, you know, me and Warren were watching it last night and he even made a comment about, you know, uh, Confederate flags. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. I understand that they're campy and they all have these very particular roles, but what? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a difference between being campy, which is kind of like the, because, you know, even last night, I'll, let me back up a bit. I really liked the first episode of Wow last week. I thought it was fantastic. And mm -hmm. uh, the women work really, really they work a fantastic pace like they really really do all the matches are exciting there's some great new faces uh you know and the camp factor is there i mean you you can you you, you can't take the david mclean out of david mclean you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um and the camp is okay you know like with the um uh you know the beverly hills ladies you know it's like it's so you know it's so cheesy and it's inoffensive and it's funny but then when you start getting things like with jesse jones or even like, like princess ozzy there's an argument to be made for having the 
the petite, blonde, fair-skinned lady surrounded by black tribesmen, you know, who, oh. who, you know, who walk around her and, but they did a whole promo, you know, ex- explaining that, she, oh, she had been abandoned in, in the outback. Well, I might be exaggerating a bit, but like, you know, she was raised by the this tribe, you know, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, but you didn't have to do that, you know, and the guys coming in in native gear and yeah. with their didgeridoos and they're, they're during the promo, they're spear, they're spear fishing. You know? oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and then, and then you have, and then it sort of culminated with the Jesse Jones stuff where you're like, okay, well, this isn't camp anymore. Now you're, you're treading into like real world issues. It's not camp. You're making, yeah. you're making, uh, a statement in an environment where you know I'm really expecting one of your wrestlers to be like a robot, you know, it, it, right. and it's that's what I think makes it sound even worse. And then when you go and look at Jesse Jones's profile on Wow.com, like her, her signature moves are called the Gun Rack, the Second um, Amendment, you oh know. The the bourbon shot, which I think is funny. You know, she likes guns, yeah. trucks, country music. She likes the name Jack. You know, <laughs> she, I mean, you can do, you can do all of that, but, yeah. but there's there's a limit to it, right? I mean, like full, full disclosure, I haven't seen well because for some reason we're very backwards in the UK and we don't have it. Um, <laughs> we're not we're not allowed. It. <laughs> um, but it sounds kind of like. Um, so, you know, when you get that guy who tells a really off-color joke and everyone says, dude, that's not okay. And he goes, but it's just a joke. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It right. sounds like it's treading those same lines. Like, so they can play on the fact that this is campy and everyone is over the top and it's clearly meant for fun, right? So we can we can lampoon this, except for the fact that it isn't lampooning it because this is this is a real thing. This is something that's really happening. This is a real problem, you know? We're not We're not sufficiently removed from it to be able to joke about it yet. You know, it's it kind of like kind of like you know the, the, the too soon jokes. You know, yeah. it's just, um, and I, this this stuff always intrigues me from a British point of view because like Lacey Evans. Oh, you cut out a bit there, Laura. Oh, sorry. Um, so you, were, same, you were t- you were talking about Lacey Evans. Yeah, just saying from Lacey Evans from from my point of view um, is is treads that same line. You know, um, but this sounds like Lacey Evans sort of turned up to turned up to eleven. You know, there is yeah. no treading the line. She's just <laughs> I jumped straight over that line. With a Confederate flag in her hand, and like, yeah, right. It sounds gross. But I mean, uh, I, I, sorry. I just, I, I just want to add in here. You know, you sort of wonder at the same time why. And I'm going to put the blame on on McLean here, or there, or at least single him out. Um, you sort of wonder why he he feels the necessity to um, to typify his character so much when mm. the women, when we're literally at an era where the women are all are beyond their gimmicks, you know, yeah. look at Tessa Blanchard and Santana Garrett, who they're building the, the, the promotion around what's their gimmick. It's not like, you know, she, you know, Tessa is not like angry biker girl and Santana is <laughs> not like, uh, I don't know, uh, a cute pop star. It's not that stuff. It's just like they're wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And that's all they really need to be. You don't have to really dive into uh, stereotypes or, you know, try to pigeonhole, pigeonhole the women. But I, at the same time, it's 
like I said, there's a there's a level of entertainment to it because the camp factor is really interesting. But then yeah. when you do get Tessa Blanchard, who is a legitimate wrestler, who is, you know, uh, I think it goes beyond argument. She's the best women's wrestler who is not signed by WWE right now in the world. Um, she there's there's a there's a, a dichotomy in in tone when you go from you know princess ozzy and 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 this stuff you know with the with the with the, the the southern pride stuff and then you just come in with her and santana garrett who are just like straight up fighters it, it it's a weird tonal shift basically yeah you kind of have to go with one or the other don't you you're yeah. either gonna yeah you're either gonna do but i think there probably is room super camp thing especially with the popularity of glow yes um, but you, if you're gonna roll with it you've got to roll with it I agree. Well, you know, and I think so the point, you know, we had, uh, I got a chance to take part in that well conference call. And let me tell you, David McLean likes to talk. He likes to talk. I can relate though. Yeah, you can relate. You are a David McLean in the making, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so in this call, he's talking about how, you know, they want to refocus less on camp and more on athleticism. And so they're on a national stage with this this new deal. So, of course, they're going to bring in people that we all recognize, right? They're going to bring in Tessa Blanchard. They're going to bring in Kira Hogan because we recognize those names. Uh, you know, technically, Tessa Blanchard does have a gimmick. Technically, she's a diamond, right? She's a diamond. Um, Santana Garrett was part of WoW Stables where she did have gimmicks, where it was sort of like American Gladiator, kind of what it looked like. Um, That's true. I think the point with the whole campiness and the -the over-the-top, like, (laughs) over-the-top gimmicks is that they, their whole point was to make them as superheroes. So, you know, when you think of a comic book, you don't think of, like, oh, well, he's just really good at fighting. Like, no. You think of Wonder Woman. or You mean they have clear really strong like character uh development there and so i think that's where he was going and then adding in more of actual wrestling rather than just like the 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 story of it um i don't mind the campiness uh where it gets hairy is when you try to produce heat using really bad ideas and it like I think this happened on one of Fightful's podcasts they were talking I think it was Alex was talking about the League of Nations um in WWE and 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 how they clearly like to take a foreigner and make it into this xenophobic issue um I am still willing to give wow a chance uh it sucks because I really like them I really like Jeannie Jeannie, I, you know, I, I really want them to do very well. And so, um, you know, I, I'm like hesitant to really just forego them altogether because they're doing such a great thing. Um, but it also, I felt like we had to talk about it. So, um, you know, and I hope now that they, they push forward with people that so far have been standouts, right? So we have Eye Candy, mm-hmm. who wrestled a little bit on the first show, and she was phenomenal. What a moonsault. What a moonsault she has. Yeah. And I, I went on to Twitter and I was like, uh, I'm going to say it. If Nia Jax, like, actually trained, this is what it would look like. Like, she, 
she's phenomenal. You know, she's so athletic for her size. And I don't mean that to be mean, but she is just phenomenal. Um, and then you have the Beast, who Selena yeah. Majors trained. Yeah. So she's homegrown. Wow. And she, uh, Selena, who's been in the business since 1986, um, she compared her to China. Yeah. And I can see it. Like, she's amazing. Um, and then you also have, like, the governor's daughter, Abilene Maverick, uh, Barbie Hayden, who has been wrestling forever with Tessa. She did uh, the first ever televised women's wrestling match in China. Like, she's she's some real talent. And so, and she, she also builds that heat. She's got that blonde, like, I'm from Texas and I've got money. Um, I hope going forward that they just push those standouts because, man, like, we don't need your fake heat. We don't. Mm-hmm. And it's important to remember, too, that this was filmed, I think, like, over a year ago. Right? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so it's sort of like premonition in a way. <laughs> he also built his campaign around this bullshit. So, um, you know, it's it's also like they knew it was going to happen. They knew it was going to be a big deal. Um, and there's also this thing called editing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you thought it was offensive, you could just cut it out. But yeah. there's that. Um, you you kind of got to wonder if they've kind of done this on purpose in a no such thing as bad publicity kind of way because you oh, know I'm it's sure. blown up, right? So, right. I'm sure. But, you know, I'm willing to give him a chance. Okay, but yeah. Right. Because, I mean, last night, Blanchard was on point. I mean, she's never not on point. Mm. But her and Santana, man, when that when that feud finally gets to its resting place, I'm going to be there because it's amazing. It's going to be really good. Um, we'll go ahead and go to the third news story because I think that's probably going to take up most of our time. Uh, so our third news, I guess, topic is reality TV and wrestling. So we'll start with Brie Bella, um, who has an interview with Digital Spy and credits Total Divas for the women's evolution. And I quote, she says, I think sometimes wrestling fans feel different. But the thing is, Total Divas introduced women's wrestling to the world. Uh, Instant reactions, Warren. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) oh no i mean i think i think i know what she means yeah but she said it real real bad i'm gonna give you and it's funny that it happened because a couple of nights ago i was on the uh the spies and the benchmark show uh with uh chris spizak and uh and silky silky banks um, and before the show was on silky and i we were talking about reality television we were talking about our yeah, well, we all three of us were talking about reality shows that we really like. Chris likes The Bachelor. Uh, uh, I like 90 Day Fiance. And, oh <laughs> and uh, Silky, Silky says that, he, you know, he likes 90 Day Fiance as well. And he says he also watches Total Bellas. He says, my wife watches it. So I watch it with her. And, and he says, you know, there's wrestlers in there. So I, you know, I enjoy it. And he said, you know. He basically said, you know, he, he when I watch wrestling and I talk about wrestling, well, he knows who these she knows who these women are because she watches Total Bellas. She doesn't watch Total Bellas because they're wrestlers, but she knows they're wrestlers mm-hmm. because of Total Bellas. You know what I mean? Now, mm-hmm. it's there's absolutely like as a as wrestling fans, we there is absolutely no way that Total Bellas even remotely contributed to our appreciation of uh, of women's wrestling 
And, you know, it's fair point to mention that the women that we do consider to be at the core of the evolution of pro wrestling are not even are not on the show. Right. Yeah. Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, Becky. None of them are there. Yeah. Yep. Laura, what do you think? Um, I, I, I can't say I'm surprised because I know that uh, this has come up before, and I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Nikki Bella, I think in 2017. Hang on, I've just yeah. Um, and she said exactly the same thing back then. You know, she and, and, I, and I quote here. She said, um, "The woman wrestlers who weren't on the show and were getting more TV time didn't care about them. They want the Total Divas girls back." So this is something that they've been kind of saying for a few years now. So they clearly this is a legitimate belief for theirs. They're not just blowing hot air. Um, so yeah, like Warren. Oh, you cut out a bit just when you were putting me over. So just please start. Please start <laughs> over. That again. That, that wonderful Warren, right? His, his, his excellent opinion was no. I actually no. I agree with you though. When you say that, um, uh, it, it it opens it up to an audience who otherwise wouldn't know who they are but are they watching wrestling you know is it bringing them to wrestling that's that's the greater question they know who these women are but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have become wrestling fans or that they are invested in women's wrestling they may be invested in total divas or total bellas but that's a different uh, it's a different experience it's a different type of show it's not wrestling um so i think it it is possible they're overestimating the effect that total divas is having on, on wrestling when they're actually two different entities. Right. And I'll, I have a confession. I have never seen an entire episode of Total Divas. No, me neither. Total, Total Bellas for that matter, because no. I don't care. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing. Like I love, I mean, I, I watch reality TV. Oh man, me and TLC have a long going relationship, but <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not into wrestling because I want to know who they're dating. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. I'm into it because I, I like the actual athleticism of it. And, um, you know, sometimes they have cool behind the scenes. There is a writer on my staff, Emily Pratt, who, you know, brings up, like, they show them training and, and all that, which is cool, right? Like, it is it's kind of cool when you get to see behind the scenes of some of the stuff that you don't normally get to see. So that's cool. But I don't care about the TV show. It does, I'm, I don't care. Um, it's I mean, you're right when it's like, it's like my mom, right? Who knows who The Rock is, who knows who John Cena is, but doesn't watch wrestling. Right. It's like that, yeah. you know, and it, and to be, to be fair, I, I, I mean, I only pulled the one quote that was sort of controversial, but the, later in the article, she did say, you know, it's, it's bringing it to a national cable you know, channel and people are seeing it and, but you're right. It doesn't mean that then they're going to start watching the actual show. Plus it's also on a delay. Yeah. So all this stuff has already happened. So like, you know, why would they then go from the show to watching SmackDown or Raw? They wouldn't because it's not, it's like a year behind. Yeah. And the storylines that are happening on the show bear no relation to what's happening on, on the wrestling. Right. So. Right. And it breaks kayfabe. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. (laughs) Kafabe. Kafabe's, Kafabe. Been dead. Kafabe's been dead for a while. Um, <laughs> it died the minute it appeared. Um, uh, but the, um, but, but I mean, you know, WWE does, you know, they see money in the Bellas, you mm-hmm. know, otherwise they're, you know, the, the 
they, they see money in crossover. And this is something, you know, that we always have to keep in mind. And I've been saying it for a couple of years now. And I think even Triple H this week in his media call referred to WWE as such. They're a media company. They don't see themselves as a wrestling promoter. Yeah. And they right. haven't seen themselves like that for years. They they, they talk about content. They don't talk about the matches. They talk about how... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. They can cross-promote their stuff. So, right. you know, the Bellas, in their mind, is they make money. Otherwise, they would never have put Nikki Bella in the main event with Ronda Rousey at Evolution, mm-hmm. giving Ronda her, arguably, her worst WWE pay-per-view match since she started. Um, I mean, it is... That's the thing, ultimately, and and the Bellas know what they mean to WWE from a PR focus. They know what they represent. Yeah. So they're more than glad to blurt out weird statements like that. And I, <laughs> I said weird to not use another more trenchant a- adjective. And I want to add, as just my own little editorial, that I, you know, with the whole diva thing and, and people were given... The Bellas crap because you know well, they had no influence on the division. That's not true. Like yeah, Nikki yeah. and Brie have been a very important part of the division, and I actually I really like Brie. I have a Brie mode shirt. Her entrance theme is like my favorite. They both when they actually give they're, they're given the time to spread their wings and they actually get time in the ring. They're good, and they can put over other wrestlers. They have that ability too. So I don't think that they're useless just because they're on a TV show, but you know, they really need to, they need to think before they talk. Cause everybody grabbed onto that immediately, yeah. just grabbed it and ran with it. Um, and I think this in Bree, sorry to interrupt you. That's okay. No, no go ahead and interrupt her. <laughs> God damn it, I don't have anything show. interesting to say. So <laughs> no, I, say, I think if, if Nikki and Bree had, um, had spoken about their contribution as wrestlers. I don't think anybody would really. Well, okay, you just okay. We still would have had people argue because you know some people just yeah. Um, yeah. It would have been a lot more difficult to argue against them because, as you point out, they did have a um, uh, they, they did contribute to the to, to, to the sort of transition between uh, from from divas to what we have now. And mm-hmm. considering that they they came up through the divas era, they are actually very good when you think about the disadvantage they would have had, you know, they, they, they came around at a time where rest, women's wrestling in WWE didn't really involve a lot of wrestling. So they've come from a place of disadvantage. They've, they've worked hard. And 
it's reflected in in their ability but then they should talk about themselves as wrestlers and what they've contributed mm -hmm. as wrestlers um right. when they start talking about what how their reality tv show has 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 you know improved women's wrestling that's where you know it's there's a disconnect there i think yeah, right right this brings us let me settle in for this one oh. to <laughs> the other part of reality tv and wrestling uh like like the gods opened up the news uh like they just opened it up yesterday for me because last second we get this story that drops that says wwe is going to team up with i think it's bonham marie I, I don't know anyway it's a reality production company for the search for the next big wwe women's superstar <laughs> as a reality tv show and i've got their press release up here uh so <laughs> they say and i quote to find the next female superstar who has what it takes to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the likes of Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks, and Becky Lynch. Uh, casting is underway for a forthcoming reality show that will document the search for the next great female competitor. Okay, so obviously they're going to pick the three best women wrestlers for that little press release. But all three of those women, it, they were in at least fighting com yeah. like combat sports for years they did not come up through a, a television show like it's just kind of a joke to begin with um some background on this it's like a you know jam joe anthony he said it reminded him of diva search and I thought, oh my god it does so diva search some background it's 2003 to 2007 uh they came back for like a year in 2013 and that's when like maurice uh, Maria Canellis, like the Bella Twins started to come around Diva Search time. And then they tried to come back in 2015 and then it never picked, it never picked up steam. Um, I, in my journalism mind was like, I want to go see what this application looks like. Cause it's, to me, it's a joke. Ooh. It's a big joke. So I went online and uh, I had to go through like the, the first page, which is like, man, they really want to know everything about you. You had to link all your social media stuff to them. Um, they want to know your parents' names and phone numbers. I mean, they want to know everything. And then in, in the, the first page, it says, you must be in excellent physical and mental health to apply, which is just terrible. First off, <laughs> since when did you need good mental health to wrestle? I mean, that's parent, right? <laughs> but besides that... <laughs> So then the second, the second page is questions. And that's really what I wanted to get to do. I want to get to the questions. So I get to it. I screenshot all gazillion of them. There's 56 questions. They're like short answers. So there's little boxes. You type them in. And I did a tally because I was interested to see. And some of it's real, like, real generic stuff that you might even find, like, on a job application. Like, what are your goals? And if you had three wishes, what would they be? And then it gets to, <laughs> it gets to like odd questions you know um i did a tally anything that's related to wrestling or like their skills they talk about or athletic ability six questions six out of 56 okay. so you're going to be the next female superstar in a, in a wrestling company but we only want to know about six different you know six questions as far as athletic ability goes um there's four drugs and alcohol questions one of which I put on Twitter last night was basically, it basically asked, uh, I don't know the exact wording. It basically asked, could you go without drugs for a few months? 
<laughs> while we filmed this. Not, <laughs> not, 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 uh, not, are you clean? You right. Know? Not, are you clean? Not, um, you know, could <laughs> you start snorting coke as soon as you're done with this? But just, just right. for a little while. Right. Yeah. We don't care if you do drugs after. Yeah. And we don't care if you do drugs before. Just not those few months. With us. Oh. Right, right. Um, four of those. And then six questions. The same number as the wrestling questions on either domestic violence, restraining orders, or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And it was, it was weird because usually they're grouped together. But it was like there was a couple domestic violence. Um, and then does anybody have a restraining order against you? And then it, it picked up again at the bottom. Like they had an afterthought. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, <laughs> um, six. And I mean, I can understand like right from an insurance point of view, because if you think of companies yeah. insurancing, I mean, they have to have liability insurance. So, you know, there's got to be some sort of background check. Um, there's got to be like, that's why they're asking you if you do drugs, because I mean, there's, there's accidents that happen and they have to be able to insure I get that, but six questions? Like, I mean, they're they're gonna vet the shit out of whoever applies for this, basically. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the fact that there's only six wrestling questions, Laura? That's that's just that's really concerning. That out of fifty six questions, six are about wrestling. When this is supposed to be women's, I know it's a, it's a women's superstar. You know, I know superstars their jargon, but like. Superstar does imply that wrestling, you know, is part of it, but you know, it's not a major concern. I, the problem that I have with this is that they're not doing it for the men, and that says a lot to me. Mm. You know, like they're not looking for WWE's next big men superstar. You know, they're, they're only right. doing this for women, and that says a lot of things without saying it to me. You just gave me a whole new reason to be pissed off. <laughs> that didn't even like, reach my brain. Yeah, like, uh, like if this was running concurrently with like some sort of new tough enough thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd still be a bit leery of it, but at least you can say there's equity. There is no equity here. They are looking for a woman superstar for some like nebulous reason. We don't even know really know why they're looking for this woman superstar. They've got a whole roster of brilliant talent. They've got a whole roster of up and coming mm-hmm. new talent. They po- mostly poach from the indies that are ready-made wrestling stars right there. Why is this necessary? What what is it they're looking for? It's and and, and in an environment you know like with the recent things they've been doing that Alexa Bliss segment, the Naomi and Mandy Rose storyline. It you know I'm putting a lot of uh, pieces together here, and I'm not really liking what it's in. Implying. That's a right. super good point, Laura. Because yeah, we th- there's a lot of us that are that that have been picking up on these cues, and it's like, yeah, okay, walking into Alexa Bliss topless, uh huh, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've seen this before, and this is kind of you know, it's kind of yeah, I, I, it feels a little regressive in that yeah. in, in that uh, in that way. And but what's even more mind boggling to me is. There's, there's, there are wrestling talents being developed everywhere in the world right now. Mm-hmm. There is a, there is nothing but fantastic women's talent that WWE are gobbling up regardless. Mm-hmm. And yep. they're currently sitting on so many talented women 
Right. They don't know what to do with that. And I'm not even talking just on main roster where, you know, we've all been clamoring for better roles for Ember Moon and uh, and uh, um, and Ruby Riot and demanding that they let Peyton Royce wrestle, you know, <laughs> um, just in NXT. There's Dakota yeah. Kai, Candice LeRae, Deanna Perrazzo, Mia right. Yim, Io yeah. Shirai. And, and then yeah. in NXT. Uh, UK, I mean, th- then you have Nina Samuels, you have Ginny, Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley. Why do they feel like they have to have a contest to find new talent, new superstars, when they're sitting on them? They're oh back. They're already paying the money. Warren is very upset. And justifiably so. I mean, all they've got to do is watch you know, watch an episode of, of Eve or something, you know, and you can see if you, if you want more people, go and pluck them. You yeah. know, That's what they're doing they're anyway. Well, yeah, they've got, <laughs> they've got Millie McKenzie, they've got Charlie Morgan, on, they've got Lana yeah. Austin on these kind of like so-so temporary contracts. Take them, make something of them. Why do you need this? Chelsea Green. Yeah, you're, to- you're totally right, Warren. You know, there, there is, this is the most redundant uh, superstar search. They've got superstars. They've got them by the truckload. They don't need this. And I mean, it, it, the comparison. Right, like sorry, go ahead. Um, it, it seems like a weird move because you open up performance centers internationally. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so that's what you need, right? And that's awesome. Cool. I mean, it also, there's, there's the argument. We've heard arguments about all, you know, that it's globalization and they're eating up all the talent and then they're signing contracts. There's all that. But at least they're focusing on wrestling and not a reality TV show. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, there, there, there's different ways to do it. Like, you know, I do want to have a like a, a, a moment where I can be like a bit of a devil's advocate, even though I think the like the idea isn't bad, especially if it's promoted as a as, as a kind of a tough enough competition. Right. If it's just mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, original Diva Search 2.0, then, you know, we're in for. Uh, you know, our eyes are going to bleed. But if 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 it's something really more based around the competition about, you know, training and stuff like that, well, there might be something interesting to it. Um, yeah. As opposed to just being, you know, oh, let's all live in the house and whoever, you know, whoever has the most fun. This week's challenge, uh, whoever has the funniest quips will now be eliminated. <laughs> Whoever looks the best in a wet t-shirt. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to be leery of it until they have a concurrent men's series. You know, if they're doing a, running a men's series alongside, then I will, you know, I will give it a chance. Until they do that, I'm going to call bullshit and, on it. And, and 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 you know, the comparisons to the to the the diva search, in my opinion, are a little too preemptive because we don't know exactly want, what they want to do with the show. You know, the questions mm-hmm. that they're asking, I they you know they feel like typical Hollywood. Uh, you know, uh, covering my ass questions, you know, I, mm-hmm. even though they're a little egregious and, you know, there's stuff I would never answer myself. I'm like, you know, never mind. You know, I don't want to get into this, <laughs> but uh, you know, like, and like you said, Kristen, when you, when you brought the topic in, you know, the diva search did give us Maria Canellis, uh, uh, Maurice, uh, 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 the, the Bellas and, you know, um, uh, uh, Michelle McCool, Layla. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it, it it's not the complete waste that people seem to have an opinion about. The first installment of the Diva Search, where it was uh, uh, Chrissy Hemi who won, that was a complete train wreck. Yeah. But 
you know, they sort of refined the concept with every iteration. And we did end up with mainstays, with women who did make a mark and who did develop a passion for the business and are still around. So, I mean... You're right, but I think one thing... None of them are known for their wrestling ability. And I feel like that's the kind of... That's where we are moving into as, like, women's wrestling is moving into an era where we are recognising women as wrestlers. And I worry that we, if we regress back to that stage where women have personalities or... Maurice is amazing. I love her, but she's a manager. You know, Maria Canellis, I love her, but she's also a manager. You know, I think entering a period of revolution or evolution or whatever you want to call it, then we need to be progressing that. And maybe it comes through this diva search or superstar search is a wrestler, not a personality. That makes sense. Yeah. And, it, you know, there's also the argument, which is fair, that it could be more like Tough Enough, which yeah. Tough Enough was great. We got a lot of good stuff from Tough Enough. Um, we got Velveteen Dream out of Tough Enough. Yeah. yeah. The Dream has no memory of that, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is, I mean, that's great, right? Uh, my my problem is that the yeah. production company that's running it, they do Total Divas. They, I, I'm pretty sure they're the one that did Real World. They do uh, the reality TV, and it feels like from reading, I, I'm going to write an article a future like an opinion article at daily ddt about this and and i'll try to get as many uh of those questions as joe will let me um <laughs> the questions seem just a little bit of fact that most of it is based on tv instead of physical yeah. abilities seems kind of like a joke um i mean it's way early <laughs> we don't have any information yeah. and in fact when you go on there anytime it has like the name of of this TV show, it says WT, working title. So yeah, they don't yeah. even have a title for it yet. So, I mean, they're just looking for, for applicants right now. And let me tell you, if you get through that application, you DM me because good for you. <laughs> that is, that application's nuts. They have like certain views of your, of your body and your face they want pictures of and oh, videos. Yeah. And I'm, I'm told it's a typical application of its type. Oh, yeah, I, I had to send crazy. pictures to Sean before he hired me at the uh, Fightful. So. Right. From, from so why did he hire you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I, we we don't technically have a time limit, but we could spend like forever on this, and I don't want to bore. I, I'm sure we dropped a lot of listeners already, so let's just <laughs> let's move on. Uh, so last episode, we weren't sure when we were really going to film this or record this. So we had said like, oh, we'll be after Royal Rumble. Obviously, that's not the case. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about Royal Rumble and TakeOver. And then if there's time, we'll talk about some of the impact stuff that happened last night because that also has me just heated. Um, but we'll start with Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, we have, okay, so women's matches. We have Becky versus Asuka. Uh, Sasha versus Ronda, and then the Rumble match. And I have been to way too many of Warren's podcasts recently, so I'm going to start with Laura. Because <laughs> uh, I already know all his answers. Laura, I want to know your winner, any surprises you think is going to come in, and then the Iron Woman. So who's going to who's gonna be in there the longest? Right, okay. Who's going to be in there the longest? You know, actually, I, I, I know they did do an announcement of who's going to be in the Rumble, but I deliberately didn't look at it because I like the surprise. Oh. So, um... I think Iron Woman, I would like it to be Ember Moon. Oh. I think Ember, she's she's really, really tough and she's resourceful. So I think, unless Naomi does her, her room, 
for like last year she did the Kofi Kingston um how yeah. getting eliminated creatively she might do that so <laughs> Naomi I think my iron woman uh predictions I think I think Asuka's going to retain uh because I I know there's been a lot of rumbling about Becky take, uh, taking on Ronda Rousey. I think that's ultimately the trajectory that Becky's going to be on. Uh, and I kind of hope Asuka retains because, you know, she deserves a nice long run as champion, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and uh, Sasha versus Ronda. Again, you know, I think Ronda's going to take it. But I really want Sasha to kick her ass. I really Because yeah. <laughs> I love Sasha. And, yeah. you know, and just, just, just for the vagina comments, I really think that Sasha deserves to kick her ass, you know. <laughs> I have to bring it up again. Uh, sorry, sorry, Ronda, I just can't leave your vagina alone. Uh, <laughs> You're I'm sorry. Right. I'm so no, it's sorry. funny. Um, uh, surprises. The only surprises that I think is going to happen, I think the Bellas will come back in the Rumble. For sure. That's what yeah. I thought, too. Yeah. Uh, Warren, why don't you repeat your answer? <laughs> I uh, well my 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 pick my pick for the uh, the the Iron Woman myself is um in the women's Royal Rumble match is Ember Moon as well but since oh. but since Laura uh, pointed it out I had some discussions over the past week and the there's a case to be made about Bailey as well if they're yeah. if they're slowly moving us forward to uh to a four horsewomen versus four horsewomen situation you know let's say Shayna Baszler pops up with uh with Duke and uh, Shafir and they're starting to move that way you know they're putting um they're putting Sasha up uh, up against Ronda you know the only the only member of the four WWE horsewomen that hasn't been elevated over the past couple of months is Bailey so it would be a good a good fit, you know, but, uh, but I do think that Ember Moon is probably the best possible candidate for that. Um, and, um, I, I think, I think I have two, okay, well, I think Oscar is going to, re- is going to win as well. I don't think Becky is, is getting the title back just yet. At this point, Warren. Uh, yes, I know. And, and of course, of course, Rhonda, and of course, Rhonda is retaining, but as far as the rumble goes, the winner if Becky, okay, let's say the SmackDown uh, women's uh, title match happens before the women's rumble, and since Becky loses, mm. she can go. She can enter the match. She's going to win. She's going scorching hot take. I like it. She's going mm. to win, and then she's going to Monday Night Raw, and she's mm. going to challenge uh, Ronnie for the title. I really think that's what's going to happen. And you know what? Why not? Because Becky's the man, right? She right. can do whatever she wants. So yep. she she loses her match. She's fine. I'm just going to go win the Rumble then. Otherwise, if she can't do that, I think Charlotte retain, uh, wins and is going to, and we're going to get a WrestleMania rematch against Asuka. That's what I think is going to happen. Mm. Surprises? I, as far as I go, uh, as far as uh, uh, me, uh, NXT women are going to pop up. I think they're bringing in Rhea Ripley. I think they're going to bring in uh, uh, um, Shayna Baszler because they had the yeah. NXT women's champion last year in the Rumble. I think they're, they're, I think that's going to become a thing. And I think they're going to bring in Casey Catanzaro. Oh, for a nice little a couple of high spots. You know, she's WWE homegrown. They like to put, you know, they they like to put over their their people there. So, yeah, that's what I think is. uh, Those are my three surprises. That'd be very cool. I have a hot take. Warren steals ideas. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. I think 
<laughs> Listen, I'm not even joking. I He thought Ember Moon was going to be the Iron Woman. And then I told him, did you record my conversation with you? I literally told him, no, it's going to be Bailey. Because, and that was, that was my reasoning. It's like he wrote it down or something. He stole it. Anyway. I did say uh, that I had discussions and there's a case. To, I just wanted to open up the discussion because my right, basic idea is Ember Moon. I mean, we can. I could have said Ember Moon too, and make it a really boring show, Kristen, if you wanted. You know, with just everyone saying the same thing. I just, just want to know that that's not his original thought. That that was my thought. I'm I'm the good one. Um, <laughs> I think I I do think it's Bailey. Why wouldn't it be Bailey? Like they have a history of relying on people like Sasha Banks, right? She she was the one that was what she was number one last year and yeah. lasted forever and they, they do the same thing with becky lynch becky lynch i think she's at number two last year she lasts forever they do they rely on their four horsewomen um because they have the talent and the ability to help others wrestle better um and they have you know just the basic athleticism to to fight that long i think it's i think it's going to be bailey and Yes, that was my point, was that they have suddenly pushed now Sasha. Uh, they've always pushed Charlotte, and now Becky's pushed herself. And what's left? Well, Bailey. Yeah. So n- why not give her the platform, you know, to... I wouldn't be surprised if they swerved us and they actually let Bailey win this thing. Um, why not give her that push? Winner? I mean, I have who I'd like to win, but I think realistically it's probably going to be Charlotte. Which yeah. I'm okay with. Like Charlotte's new thing, kind of like I, at first I was annoyed by it. Now I kind of like it. Like she comes out looking all evil, like wicked, and I love it with a black lipstick. And she's just kind of like, she just kind of like side glances the women and like, mm-hmm. like and, she's and, just act better than everybody. And I dig it. Like I really like it. And her like in wasn't a heel, I think. Yeah. And and, and it's right. reflected in her in her in ring work as well. Like she's yeah. she, you know it's more strength based now. It's more yeah. power moves, and I think it suits her yeah. better as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I, go ahead. No, no, I was literally just about to repeat myself, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, it's like they let her go crazy on Becky, and then she just got addicted to being crazy, and now she's like literally when she comes out, and she just she looks like she's lost her marbles. And I love it. Like I'm, I just love that Charlotte. She does it so well. Uh, surprises. There's going to be some legends. I mean, that's just typical. Um, I'd like to see Rhea Ripley because she's brutal. Yeah. And I just she's dig it. Uh, yeah. Either I don't think both because I think it would be overkill. But either Baszler or Bianca is going to show up. Yeah. Um, I would like to see Tony Storm too, as well as Rhea Ripley, just because I'm like suddenly super in to NXT UK. I, I hope they bring some of those women in. Yeah. Like not just Rhea and Tony, but like give me Nina Samuels. Like give bring me Ginny. that. Give Gin- Ginny. Ginny needs the world. Oh, please give me Ginny. Yeah. Um NXT, I I would bet Kyrie Sane probably shows up because she's got a lot of uh mass appeal. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, yeah, makes an appearance. Yeah, uh, I w- is Dakota Kai still injured? She's injured. Yeah, so, yeah. she yeah, tore okay. her ACL, which is unfortunate. That's a bummer. Right. But they have a chance to. I mean, they, so they want to 
give the champs the the ring time, but they have the opportunity to bring in talent that we don't see on a weekly basis on the NXTs. Like, let's let's bring them in because that'd be cool. Because NXT UK, man, I mean, they're getting a little bit better about it, but they usually just give usually the only women's match Tony or Ripley. Um, yeah. So let let some other women come in, give them a little bit of time. Like, I would probably die of happiness if Charlie Morgan showed up. Like, are you kidding? I, I would. Swear, right. <laughs> I would. I would die. I'm gonna um, Yeah. And if Charlie Morgan shows up, every person in my neighborhood is going to be awake at that time because I will just raise right. the roof. Right. Exactly. And uh, uh, so for Becky versus versus Asuka, I would like Becky to win, but I don't think they're going to give it to her because I think they want to forward other storylines. I think they're going to give it to Asuka, and I'm okay with it because Asuka's new like shouting angrily in Japanese like I just dig it. <laughs> it's like they told everybody just go crazy just go out there and act like an insane person and it works uh Sasha versus Ronda yeah let's like go figure right just let them go out and act like wrestlers and they're getting over go figure right yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> Sasha versus Ronda um you know okay so I'm a self-proclaimed member of the, the Sasha Stan army and I remind Sean Ross Sapp of it every time he brings her up because uh, and he he's he's also a, an ally of that Stan Army because he he lets me push that kind of stuff. Um, I love her, and I don't want to hear Warren's takes on her because he's got some terrible takes on her. But I I wish they'd give it to her, yeah, because like cocky Sasha makes my existence worth it, uh, <laughs> and I. <laughs> so tired of them giving the mic to Rhonda. realistically oh, please, i do that anymore yeah i know right uh realistically they're gonna you know it's definitely gonna be Rhonda. um yeah it's just like that's that's fine that's fine uh okay let's move this along we're gonna be two hours long by the time this is done uh we'll, we'll make this our last little bit for this episode uh takeover predictions uh for tonight the only right the i'm i'm not mistaken the only women's match is baszler Versus Belair. Yep. Uh, who do you guys got? Hmm. Oh, I've got. I, I'll jump right in. I have uh, Shayna yeah. Baszler. I don't yeah. think. Uh, I like. I, um, as much as uh, Bianca is a presence, and that she has improved tremendously in 2018. Uh, this is her first real push. This is her first moment in the spotlight with real stakes. Uh, and yeah. I think that as just as simple, it's just in simple storytelling matters, ma- uh, as, us as viewers, we have to get to know her in this high level situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you, she's destined to, to hold the NXT women's title, but yeah, it's yeah. not tonight that it's going to happen. I don't think keep it on Shayna. Give us another build-up to another takeover. Put a uh, put a stipulation for the next one, because honest to God, Shayna Baszler is not making it past WrestleMania in NXT. Still, she's yeah. they're they're moving her up uh, the night after uh, the night after for sure. So yeah. it's not it's just not time for Baszler yet. What do you think, Laura? Who's going to win? Uh so yeah. I mean, I'm as I'm the world's biggest. Shane, or one of the world's biggest Shayna Baszler fans, like she can do no wrong in my eyes. Yes, I love her. I love everything about her. So, 
Um, I concur with Warren. I think uh, it's not Belair's time. Belair, and I say this with all the respect and wealth of Belair, because I think future an enormous star of the future. Mm-hmm. But that is that's it's not it's not time yet. I, I want to see Belair. I want to see Belair uh, knocked for confidence that a little bit to make mm-hmm. her fight harder because I think. With, with with adversity, I, I love I love that she's undefeated. I love that, but I think she needs a little bit of adversity so that we can relate to her that a little bit more. Good point. And I think the chase is going to make it a, a beautiful thing when she finally does get it because she will get it. You know, it, she's it, it's inevitable that she's an NXT champion for the, of the future. But right. yeah, I think I think there needs to be a bit of chase first. Right. And I apologize if anybody can hear the cop, the, the police sirens going on outside. What have you done, door. Kristen? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell everybody what I did. Um, <laughs> it, it was able to do Ronda Rousey's vagina, wasn't it? <laughs> she called the cops on her. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think when uh, when NXT makes their women chase after something they really want, that the audience can really dig their teeth into that. Um, so I think I think the chaser I think that was a good argument with being the chaser that, that they need to be a strong chaser. Um, as far as Baszler, I, I, okay, I am a huge fan of Baszler too. I am in love with Shayna Baszler. Like I'm literally in love with you, Shayna. If you happen to be listening to this ever in your life, <laughs> please find a way to get a hold of me. Cool. I <laughs> love her. She doesn't have the normal look. No. She yeah. is. Just a natural badass. She's natural on the mic. She makes yeah. the other four horsewomen of MMA look better. She is amazing, mm-hmm. and I, I think she's going to retain. And I, I honestly, I'm a little hesitant on it because Blair. Anytime Blair opens her mouth, it's a pop. The audience loves her. She can say nothing, and she. she I mean, she's just amazing. She has yeah. all the charisma in the world, and she's very talented. I'm very scared of her hair. And <laughs> I mean, who beats who beats down people with their hair? Like that works though. It works for her. She's a natural star. But I think you're right. I think it's too early to pull. I think when when ba- when Baylor does lose the title, I think it'll probably be after WrestleMania because I think that's when they're going to start building that whole thing up. Um and, that's my And and one thing that we that 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 bears mentioning as well, right up until this moment, like this match bianca belair has always been booked as a heel as well that's true. yeah you know despite the fact that she gets the natural pop reactions that full sale gives to whoever they like regardless of whether they're a heel or a baby yeah. face she has been booked as a heel throughout her, her the entirety of her nxt career so yeah it, it 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 would serve her to be it would serve her well like like laura said to for her to uh uh, to to have the chase to get yeah. to, for us to be sympathetic towards her more than just like uh, oh she's a badass and we really like her yeah we need to establish her as someone that we you know that we we relating is the wrong word but somebody that we want to win in in you know not not just yeah. as an, in a defiant way but as a you know you have my heart back. yeah yeah and and honestly like with Ember Moon you know exactly right, yeah and she can like, do that she can absolutely do that right. And anytime Baszler had a feud with anyone, you just autom- that automatically made the other person like that much more likable. So like yes. like Ember Moon or Kyrie Sane. Like you just um they became even better because mm-hmm. of Baszler. 
like the comparison was just great. And I I think honestly, I think Shayna Baszler is like the next the next Joe Samoa. Like I know Samoa I, Joe. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean that's terrible to say. It's terrible to say on a women's wrestling podcast that she's the next Samoa Joe, but she's just phenomenal and she's got some I, awesome, I've said all along yeah right okay so we i think <laughs> sorry laura you keep cutting out and then i talk over you i'm sorry okay. <laughs> um i think we've probably put our listeners through enough torture uh <laughs> go ahead and wrap it up uh why don't you tell people what's going on in your life warren what's next uh, well, uh, if you're, if you're listening to this on, on Saturday on launch day of the podcast, well, we assume that it's going to be launched on Saturday. I think <laughs> Sean is going to probably toss this out. Uh, I'm going to be joining, uh, I'm going to be joining Sean and Alex at the, uh, after uh, NXT takeover for the post show. And, uh, as always, you can find me on, uh, on, um, on my, uh, YouTube account where I do all sorts of, uh, WWE discussions and recaps and stuff like that. It's at youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, or you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Warren Hayes. Thanks. Uh, Laura, what's going on with you? Uh, apart from drowning under university work at the moment, I am up to 5am on Sunday night for the Royal Rumble, which is going to be awesome. Um, and yeah, so you can find me writing stuff for Daily DDT, or you can find me covering British wrestling, British women's wrestling for Diva Dirt, or you can find me on Twitter at Laura M. Melrose. Awesome. And then I'll, I'll try to keep my plugs to a minimum. Uh, I felt bad. I didn't plug Fightful Select uh, last episode. So I'm going to do that right now. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp has got some scoops you wouldn't believe. He, he's got all the ins. And if you want that stuff, if you want all that information before anybody else gets it, and if you really like Warren and you like his uh, takes and stuff, he's also got a, a recap show for 205 Live, NXT, and NXT, NXT UK on Fightful Select. So I highly recommend that you go uh, and, and subscribe to that. $5 a month, you get like a bumper sticker. There's tiers that you can get uh, all kinds of merch. You get information before anybody else does. Um, occasionally, Sean will talk about me and it's like the, the highlight of my week he throws he throws my name <laughs> out there it's really cool so go and go and subscribe uh please visit diva dirt for uh, all your women's wrestling news needs uh, we got some great staff we're, we're building an empire over there um from what was already an empire really uh, i started a new thing last night called honest reactions where i record my reactions as i'm watching women's wrestling matches I did my very first episode last night to Women of Honor. I did Madison Rain versus Holla Dead and Thunder Rosa at the G1 Supercard uh, from Thursday night. So uh, go. I have that's the only video on my channel. But if you go and just look for Kristen Ashley on YouTube, uh, that's up there. Um, I've got interviews with Lufisto coming up uh, for Fightful. I got British Empire Wrestling interviews coming up before their show next month. Um, and, and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen for the next future episode of, of the division. I have a lot of people DMing me to be a panelist. So I don't know who's going to be on the show next, next time, but I guarantee it's going to be somebody with a lot of cool ideas. Um, thank you so much for listening and all your support and everything I do because man, it just, it makes my job amazing and it makes waking up really cool every single day. I'm a very lucky girl. So Thank you for listening, and we will see you in two weeks. 
Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.